to the matchmaker podcast again i am your host latisha underwood ceo and founder of two hearts exclusive matchmaking services where i help men who espouse traditional values find traditional women for the purpose of a long-term relationship that could lead to marriage i'm also a dating specialist and strategist where i help men and women who are either modern or traditional figure out their dating lives this podcast is designed around helping you understand helping you to understand dating um the woes of dating the do's and don'ts of dating all things dating if you have a dating question feel free to leave a comment or email me at two hearts exclusive at gmail.com and i will answer your questions live on air um today i want to have a discussion about megalomaniacs versus narcissistic traits um a lot of women come to me and they're asking how can you you know tell the difference or how do you know if a guy is putting forth his representative um and you know a lot of women are saying how they've been duped or you know the representative sticks around for a long time and it takes them a while to figure out what's going on um i had received a letter from a young lady i'm not going to read the entire letter but um i'm going to give the gist of the letter she was dating this guy he swept her off her feet immediately within the first two weeks of them dating um she said that they were on the same page as far as what they wanted out of life they both wanted marriage but she said after two weeks you know um after two weeks, there was a slight change. And although she noticed there was a slight change, she discounted it, looked past it, didn't think anything of it, and thought, okay, they could get past that. Um, well, as they got around to month one, um, there was a conflict, and he ended up ending things with her. And she accepted it, but then... A month later, he came back into her life and subsequently said, we can make this work and, you know, we can, you know, really be good together and all this other stuff. She said as the months went on, um, she they were struggling. They were struggling to get on the same page again. So she was stuck trying to figure out how were they so much on the same page in the beginning and now they're nowhere near being on the same page. So I had to explain to her that... Um, he put up, put forth his representative. It's probably a habit that he, uh, behavior that he's used to exhibiting with women. And it usually works for him. You have to be careful of the nice guys, right? Women always think the bums, the, the no do-gooders, the men who just have lack ambition and drive. We know how to spot those men, but women need to learn how to spot the wolves in sheep clothing, I'm sorry, the sheep in wolf's clothing. And those are the men who have the appearance of being that quintessential great guy on paper. He's everything. He's smart. He's intelligent. He's, he's good looking. Seems to be successful. Seems to have a lot going for himself. Seems to have a great social life. That guy is great on paper, but deep down inside or actually the real him is not so great. Right? So it seems as if this guy 
is used to using and she did say that he was attractive and he was tall and everything else and he was charming so it seems this guy was what i deem as the nice guy this guy um used his charm and his looks to uh real women in and then he tries to use his charm and his looks to get what he wants out of women without getting without giving them anything in return so the reason why they went from being on the same page to not being on the same page is because they were never on the same page. I asked her, how did the discussion start off? Did he start off asking her what she wanted? And then she told him what he wanted. And then he agreed to that. Lo and behold, she said, yes, that's what happened. Ladies, that's how they start to get information to be able to love bomb you. Never volunteer information about what you want at least not specifically um you ask questions and you answer questions but never volunteer exactly what you want in the very beginning um you can join my master class and i will tell you exactly how to communicate with such men and to sign up for the master class you have to click on the link to my website or link to to my link tree and then you could sign up for the master class and one of those master classes i will teach you how to communicate your needs without giving a, giving it all giving it all away um so you have so in her telling him what she wanted he used that information to agree right to agree and then essentially asked her if she if she had um, cause this was a, an exchange between me and her. Like I ended up having, I ended up calling her because her story was so intriguing. I ended up calling her to get more information. Um, so she ended up telling, I asked her if she had asked him any follow up questions. She said, no, she said, he said he wanted that too. And she left it at that. And I said, that was your first mistake. You should have asked him more questions as to what that in, entailed to ensure that he was being true and honest and not just agreeing, just to agree, essentially being a pick me. Um, so I told her the reason why I started falling apart is because they were never on the same page. This guy clearly didn't want the same thing that he, she wanted. He just wanted her for whatever reason. He saw her. He wanted her. Um, when he saw her, he could measure her and see that she's a successful woman. Um, just by the way she dresses and the way she stands, men will size you up. There are men who will size women up the way women size men up. So if you're wearing nice jewelry, if you're wearing designer goods, if you're driving a luxury vehicle, um, men will, certain men will size you up that way. And that's what he did. And then once he got her, um, it, she said that he started doing little testing as far as like, he asked her if one day she would, if she would buy him a Rolex, like he would just drop like how much he wanted a Rolex. And she's like, Oh, that's nice. You know, I have a Rolex and, and, you know, showed him a picture of it. She wasn't wearing it that day. I showed him a picture of it. And he said, Oh, you know, so would you buy me one like that? And he tried kind of like joked it off. And she's like, Oh, <laughs> she was like, um, no, I don't buy men gifts. At least not gifts like that. And he was like, so if we get married, would you do it? And she's like, 
I would not buy my husband an extravagant gift like that. Um, and she said the reason why is because her she's she is a she's an older lady she's a widow, and she said her husband didn't require nor like her giving him extravagant extravagant gifts. And she said in her age, you know, the women didn't buy men extravagant gifts like that, especially when he himself has money. And this man was portraying that he came from money. So um, he kind of was taken aback by it. And he was telling her how other women he dated did this and did that for him. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I'm not that type of woman. I'm a feminine, gent- gent- genteel, southern woman, southern lady. And I don't engage in that behavior. And she's, you know, so as time went on, he started, she said she noticed that he started nitpicking things about her. And it was things based in her values and her ideals. And it would always cause conflicts between them. So I had to explain to her what this guy was doing. First, he started off love bombing her, right? He swept her off her feet within two weeks, made her feel like she was the one he could marry her on the spot. Um, because he wanted her to get comfortable and let her guard down. So then when he started asking for gifts, she, he, she would gladly want to buy these things for, for him. But because she had boundaries set, and if anyone's heard me talk or listened to previous podcasts or listened to me on any other social media platform, you know how much I speak on setting your boundaries. But because she had boundaries set, he could not get past them. She wouldn't sacrifice her boundaries, and it was causing him to become upset. And then he would start to engage in sabotage. In the end, this guy was basically exhibiting narcissistic tendencies narcissistic tendencies he was self-motivated he was only trying to uh, be in a relationship to get something that he wanted out of her and when she was not going to give it to him he decided to try to make her the bad guy um, and make her the reason why the relationship was struggling that if you only did this then we could be good and only doing this would be to be more of what he wanted her to be and like I told her, I said, you can still be you. You can still be yourself. You can be your person. As long as you have a great personality, great character, you know how to communicate. You know how to read. You're reasonable and you're, you're capable of. You're reasonable. You're a reasonable person. Um, you can still be you. You can hold on to your values. You can hold on to your ideals. You can hold on to your beliefs and still be you. And be in a relationship. You don't have to sacrifice any of those things in order to be in a relationship. Because once you start sacrificing those things, you start to lose who you are. And when you start to lose who you are, you open yourself up to be, become miserable. So let's look at the um, look at five diagnostic criteria for narcissistic personality disorder according to the DSM-5. And if anybody's familiar with the DSM-5, that's what's medical professionals use to make diagnosis um so one would be a grand a grandiose sense of self-importance the way she described this guy he always would say things like um you know i'm everybody loves me and i add value to everybody's life because of not because he was actually doing anything but because of who he was he said because of who i am i add value to people's lives people call me and people 
uh, need me and, and, um, but yet he didn't really do, he wasn't really doing anything. Um, a second one is a preoccupation with preoccupation with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love. And the way that she described what he wanted, to me, it seems as if he wanted it all. He wanted everything. He had this idealistic view of love. And that was hampering him from being in a real relationship. And his idealistic view of love was completely different to what he was living out in his real life. Um, because he had so a couple of situations going on. And I told her that was a red flag, too. Like, you could see how he was in his private life with previous women that he was not, that was a red flag. A belief that he or she is special and unique and can only be understood by or should associate with other special or high status people or institutions. He told her that he only dates successful women and he only hangs out with successful people. Um, Non-successful people do not add any value to his life. Another uh, four is a need for excessive admiration. Um, he felt that because she did not, um, constantly ask him questions or need him or pick up the phone and call him and ask him constant questions that he, um, she was not, she didn't admire him. She didn't respect him. Um, a sense of entitlement, interpersonal exploited behavior, a lack of empathy, Envy of others or a belief that others are envious of him or her. A demonstration of arrogant and haughty behaviors or attitudes. That was more than five. But that's that was, that was nine criteria, but they need at least five. And definitely one, two, three, four, uh, five. Um, at least five of those. He definitely meets at least five of those. And I'm, I can't diagnose anyone. Like I told her, I said, I can't diagnose anyone. However, just from what she was explaining to me about this guy, the story she gave from beginning to end, the relationship lasted for about five months. The story she gave from beginning to end, I was like, this sounds narcissist. He sounds like a, like a narcissist. Like he has some narcissistic traits and tendencies. And she said, how is it that I didn't spot in the beginning? I said, you did spot in the beginning. You spot it early on after two weeks. You notice that y'all were no, long, no longer on the same page. He broke up with you. That was a red flag right then and there. And you should have let it fall apart. And I tell people, anytime cracks are starting to show because you refuse to sacrifice your boundaries, that means that relationship is supposed to fall apart. So let it. So you don't end up months in trying to figure out how to get out of it or trying to figure out how to let go. So now she's given this guy five months and they've been intimate and she's trying to figure out where she went wrong because he was everything on paper. You know, he wasn't disrespectful. He wasn't, uh, however, he was very manipulative and gaslighting, you know, the, from the story she gave me, he engaged in a lot of gaslighting and manipulative behavior. I mean, he really had her thinking that she was the problem when all she was doing was standing firm, standing true to her values, standing true to her beliefs and her ideals. 
A person who is on the same page as you is not going to ask you to sacrifice those things about you because that's what makes you. Those things are what who are what makes you into the person you've become. Um, but him wanting her to sacrifice all of those things was him trying to create his ideal love. Because he feels he felt the only way that he could be happy in a relationship is is if a person was no longer themselves, but they were what he wanted them to be. That's a sign of a narcissist, of a person with narcissistic traits and and um, uh, narcissistic traits and tendencies. Now that's different than that of a megalomaniac. A megalomaniac is a person who is obsessed with their own power or achieving power. Um, meg- megalomaniac is a pathological egotist that is someone with a psychological a psychological disorder with symptoms like delusions of grandeur. And an obsession with power. So that's someone who is trying to do whatever they can in life through their interpersonal relationships, connections to gain power. You see people like Hitler. Hitler was a megalomaniac. Stalin, megalomaniac. Donald Trump, megalomaniac. Um, So forth and so so on. Um, Again, I will do a workshop a master class on the difference between narcissistic traits and megalomaniac megalomaniacs and um how to spot them the red flags that you would need to look out for because there are some red flags a lot of women get caught up in the charm of such men and then they forget that they need to be protecting themselves when they first put themselves out there on the dating market like there are people who really try to take advantage of you and while this don't this doesn't only apply to women. Men need to protect themselves as well, but you don't see women behaving in these uh patterns as much these patterns and habits as much as men do. Um so that's why I'm focusing on women. So ladies, you have to be mindful, be careful that there are people out here trying to take advantage of you. They're trying to use you. Um they're trying to get what they want while not give you anything. Uh, one of the red flags that you look out for is when you start asking questions of a narcissist, they do not want to answer those questions. They will become very defensive. Um, they will make it seem as if you are doing something wrong. You are being offensive. You're being a rude person. When no, you're just trying to get to know them. They don't want you to get, they don't want you to dig because they don't want you to get to know the real them. They only want you to get to know the person that they're presenting to you. So when a when someone starts getting very defensive about you asking basic questions about their life to figure out if you two are on the same page, that's a huge red flag right there. With megalomaniacs, they're so charming. They don't care if you ask them questions. They're very open to the questions. They want you at some point to see the true them, right? They want you to see them as the powerful person or a powerful being that they believe themselves to be so they're open to all types of questions however you have to be um, careful with them the one way that you can spot a megalomaniac is how often they start to talk about power their own power and people wanting power and people in them wanting power and how powerful they are that's a red flag
So um, I'm going to go ahead and end this uh, segment tonight because I just wanted I, I wanted to be a short segment that was running across my mind because I don't think women know and understand how to enough have enough information on how to spot men who are uh, putting forth that representative and they believe that they're not seeing anything in the beginning and it takes until it really starts to fall apart. And that's when they start to see the true person. But that's not true, ladies. You have to stop believing that. That person starts to reveal who they are early on. You're just ignoring that. And so I want women to stop ignoring that. I want you all to learn how to spot the megalomaniac and the narcissist. Because those are the two types of personalities that can really be destructive in the end. They could leave you uh, devastated, essentially. Never wanting to... It would kill trust in anyone and anything. It will make you afraid to love again. Coming across those two people and those type of personalities and being taken advantage of. Um, Because you just... You think you don't see it coming. You see it coming, you just don't... You just can't... You just don't understand what you're seeing, what you're picking up on. So, um, again, head over to the website, sign up for the workshop. I believe that's going to be, I'm going to do two workshops in February. So I think I'm going to do that one in February, how to spot a narcissistic personality or how to spot um, a psychological disorder in men. How to spot the representative? Because that's that's what women need to the rep the the representative of and it you know the representative of the psychological disorder. Meaning they're trying to mask that them themselves probably even realize that they've probably never even been ever never ever been diagnosed with such. But I guarantee that if they go see a therapist, they would be. Um, I know such men in my own personal life. I've come across them. And I've been able to recognize them early on that, hmm, something's not right here. Because one thing about both of those personality types is they want you to get rid of any type of boundary, barrier, value, ideal, belief. They want you to get rid of that. They don't want you to have anything. They want you to come completely stripped down, naked, bare, so that they can create you into the person that they want you to be. And that's not good for any relationship. If a person can't accept you for who you are at your core, then that's a person that does that you don't need to be with. Okay? With that being said, y'all have a good night. And until next time, uh, God bless and take care. Love is in the air.